Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But he found that the Navy's budget is insufficient to fund required force levels or to develop, procure, operate, and sustain all the forces needed for America's defense. In addition, budget instability forces the Navy to make bad acquisitions decisions that undermine affordability. For the last four years, the Navy has been operating under significant shortfalls. There will also likely be continuing increasing pressure on the procurement accounts, which in turn threatens the near-term health of the defense industrial base. I'm Frank Venusio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Talk with Jiggy right now at 1-866-763-1242 and email JiggyJagwire at JiggyJagwire.com. We are back live here on our big broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border on iHeartRadio, AMFM, 247.com, 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. TalkShoe.com as well, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, you can get more information. On our Twitch live stream by going to J-I-G-G-Y-J-N-G-U-A-R.com. Check it out today. Also download our brand new app. It's available over there as well. I just on Talk America Live each and every weekend. And you can get more information on us at JiggyCheckBuyer.com. We have got a brand new marketing partner we want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Absolutely amazing GoFundMe campaign. These folks are making just some phenomenal decisions out there in the world, and they need your help. Jennifer's Wheelchair Van Fund is up and running at GoFundMe.com slash F slash Jennifer 039S dash wheelchair dash van dash fund or just go over to g-o-f-u-n-d-m-e dot c-o-m search jennifer's wheelchair van fund jennifer moss is organizing a fantastic fundraiser over there she she has struggled with cerebral palsy she's always fought to overcome many obstacles with many health and many, many, many surgeries. The only obstacle that can't seem to overcome is transportation they're in serious need of a handicapped van so they can ride the wheelchair straight and quickly with no struggle to pull themselves in and out and fighting. Read the entire story over there at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Jennifer's Wheelchair Van Fund. Check it out today. Donate $5. Just go donate $5. It all helps. Check out Jennifer's Wheelchair Van Fund right now. And tell them, you heard about it here. Transmedia. Worldwide. Go give them some of your hard-earned money today. Hello. Hello. Is this Brandon? 
Yeah, this is Brandon. This is James Lowe calling you for your radio interview. How are you, my friend? Hey, James. I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, pretty good, actually. Uh, we uh, have got a great guest with us today, the co-author of Would Jesus Vote for Trump? Brandon, and I'm going to butcher this last name. I know I'm going to. Val, Val Orani? Close, but as they say, no cigars. Valorani. Valorani. Okay. Well, uh, tell us about this book, because this is a fantastic, fantastic book. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's a funny story. Uh, Doug Giles, my co-author, and I were actually, last November, we were heading from Austin to the uh, Texas-Mexico border for a hunting trip. We were going to do some whitetail hunting, and uh, on the way there, of course, Doug measures every trip that we take in the in the car by how many cigars it takes to get there. So, <laughs> for, That's fantastic. I said, Doug, you know, because I had to fly in from Atlanta, I said, Doug, how many cigars how many cigars of a trip is this and he said it's a three cigar trip and i thought okay well it's gonna be a little bit of a long ride because we definitely enjoy our cigars and we made it to uh the halfway on the trip uh, i said doug i have this idea for a book and he said you won't believe this i do too what's your idea i said no you tell me first we went back and forth but i said the idea is let's write a book with jesus vote for trump and he said that is exactly what i was thinking and we agreed to co-author this together and that's what we did the first part of this year. So he wrote half the chapters, and I wrote half the chapters. And they're very different. Uh, Doug's style and my style are different, but they're very complementary. Now, uh, so how, how did you guys collaborate? Did you guys email back and forth with each other? How, how, how did all this come about for you? Oh, I, I, you know, Doug and I are constantly texting, uh, sending each other funny memes and stories. We get on the phone. We email. Um, but yeah, that's how we did. We basically divided up the topics amongst ourselves and agreed to take ones that meant more to us, uh, personally that we could write about that, you know, something that we believed in passionately. And that's how we divided it up. So, so essentially you guys came up with an outline then divided the topics, then did the chapters. Now you mentioned that, uh, your style and his style, very different. Um, how did that translate to a book? I think it works great. Uh, for one, for one thing, we went to uh, Phoenix uh, just a few months ago to record the audio version, and that was an experience. Just hearing each other uh, talk into the microphone and read our chapters. Uh, but it, but it works because the content is con we're, we're we're consistently on the same page ideologically, but the delivery. I mean, uh, Doug. I mean, he's he's. I hate to use the word comedian, but he, he really is almost a comedian in his delivery. And his, he, he delivers things in a way that kind of shocked the listener. And, you know, it's almost Trump-esque. That's how I would describe Doug. Doug, Doug cuts through the, the political correctness with a clear message and, and calls out the BS. And I, on the other hand, uh, I do a little bit of that, but it's just a little bit more tame. That's just my personality. But I think it works well. As you read the book, you, you kind of get a balance between both of our styles. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast. Would Jesus vote for Trump? Now, uh, talk to us about the cover for this book. Because uh, this is, uh, when I got this from your press people, this is very, very entertaining. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, 
as you, I don't know if you realize this, but Doug Giles is an artist. Uh, he is a prolific painter, and I have sold many prints of his artwork. In fact, I've actually bought uh, his artwork. It's hanging in my my coffee shop that we're about ready to open up, and it's a lot of it. It's, it's Trump themed artwork. So he has an artistic mind to begin with. This is his idea. Uh, now we we actually paid a designer to do this, and it's a little bit funny. You know, I mean, it's it's a picture of God basically, you know, reaching down to Trump and essentially anointing him, if you will, as the, the leader of the free world. I just think and it's fantastic. I think it's great. I, I, it really captures the essence of the book. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder on iHeartRadio, also AMFM. 247.com and uh, a great guest with us today. He joins us live. Now, um, now this book, uh, incredibly well written. What do you guys want readers to take away from the writing of this great book? Well, one thing I would have readers take away is that the Bible addresses all of the issues that deal with our modern lives. And a lot of times people tend to think of Christianity as something that you do on Sunday, it's prayerful, it's devotional, but the reality is the Bible touches every area of life. It touches economics, it touches business, finance, it touches human sexuality, uh, it it touches uh, relationships, government, it even touches gun control. I mean, there weren't guns, obviously, in Bible times, but the, the philosophy is there and it's taught the value of human life. I mean, everything is covered in the Bible, and it's God's Word, and God is perfect, and His Word is always proven to uh, to really govern society. If we follow God's laws, society is more peaceful and prosperous. And we can see that because America really is the embodiment. We are a Christian nation. No matter what the liberals want to tell you, we are a Christian nation. We're founded as a Christian nation. We're still a Christian nation. Even some elements of liberalism take their root from Christianity. This idea that we've got to manage the planet. Liberals are running around, we've got got to take care of the environment. We do, absolutely. But who gave us that command? That's the dominion mandate that God gave in the book of Genesis. So every issue is, is covered by God's word. We have got a great guest with us today, joins us live here in our big broadcast, and uh, this book, absolutely, absolutely incredible, Would Jesus Vote for Trump? (laughs) This is great, Brandon. Now, uh, (laughs) tell us about some of the different reviews you've gotten on the book so far. So far, they've all been positive, but I I am fully expecting us to get hate. Now, I've I've done some, some tweets on the topic. And, of course, I get things like, well, Christianity is not a tolerant religion. And I said, well, look, we are, Christianity is simply the most tolerant religion slash ideology in the history of the world. Uh, You're not going to find any other religion that is more welcoming and more accepting of people. No other political ideology uh, that's more welcoming than a Christian worldview. So I've argued that point. You know, I've got tangled up in some debates on Twitter that I probably shouldn't have. Uh, but so, that, yeah, so some of the negativity is coming out when we when we advertise the book on Facebook and it's other social media platforms. But for the most part, if you read the reviews on Amazon, they're wonderful. So I'm thankful for all the folks who've read the book and given us a great review already. 
We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. Would Jesus vote for Trump? Now, now, Brandon, uh, have, have you ever uh, co-authored a book like this before with, with, with other folks, or is this your first book co-authoring? This is actually my second book. The first book I wrote was The Wolves and the Mandolin, and it was a story of my Italian ancestors who immigrated to America and sought the American dream. And so I have a special uh, place in my heart for immigrants and also understanding the rule of law in America and how we have to secure our borders. So anyway, that was my first book. And in this book, I had actually intended to write it entirely by myself, but how could I resist when when Doug offered to write with me and he had essentially the same idea. And it, I really couldn't, looking back, I couldn't imagine doing it without Doug. <laughs> his, his comic relief I was just actually reading some of the chapters to my uh, family last night that Doug had written, and we were in tears. <laughs> some of the things, the way he phrases things are really perfect. And uh, so I can't speak highly enough about him, and I, I'm, I'm thankful that he co-authored it with me, really. Now, uh, talk to me a little bit about uh, the, the production process and, and, and writing this and, and putting this out there. Well, I'm, I'm very grateful for, first of all, Doug and I both run several different conservative news websites, and we have a team of writers on our staff who are constantly researching uh, the, the latest news and facts and figures that we drew from to write this book. So two websites in particular I would like to point out to your listeners. One is flagandcross.com. And the other is ClashDaily.com. Both of those websites are updated. There's at least 10 articles per day, brand new content on each website. And that, that team of people provided excellent research for Doug and I as we put this together. You know, we, we know what we believe philosophically, but you want to make sure that you're, you're getting your facts right. And I'm, I'm really thankful for the team there. But we drew from, we drew from a lot of research and help that our, that our team had for us. So... And then we would go back and forth. I would send my chapters to Doug, and Doug would review them, and, hey, I might add a little bit on this. And it was nice to have his input. He pushed me in some directions. I pushed him in some, some directions. And together, I think it it just made for – it really is – I mean, I, I don't want to be self-promoting, but it really it's – a, it's a conservative manifesto. It's 416 pages, 25 chapters of research – all through the lens of Scripture, and it, it really, when it boils down to it, it makes a case for Donald Trump's presidency in 2020 from a biblical perspective. I don't, I don't want to give away too much of the book, because I want everybody to read it, but that's yeah. the gist of it. Well, I'll tell you, the, the book is fantastic. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of your other books. Um, compare and contrast writing this book and so, with some of the others you've written in the past. Oh, sure. Uh this is going to sound strange, having just written a political book, but when I wrote uh, The Wolves and the Mandolin, which was prior to this one, I was taking a break from politics. Uh, I had been raising money for political campaigns, selling conservative merchandise for at least a decade uh, prior to writing The Wolves and the Mandolin, and I, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to get into the coffee, cigar, and wine business and, hey, if politics comes up, I'll be glad to engage with somebody who disagrees with me over a good cigar. And I do. I import cigars from Nicaragua. I import wine from Italy. We roast our coffee uh, in Hiram, Georgia. 
fresh. And so we, we really built a nice business there. But that was, uh, so I was taking a little break in life from politics. But what I found is that you really can't ever take a break from politics because it touches everything. The government has the ability to confiscate your wealth, your property, send your sons to war. Uh, if we don't stay engaged in politics, somebody else is going to take the lead and make decisions for us. And as Christians and as responsible citizens, especially as conservatives, we need to be engaged. Yeah, that's the one thing that we, we need to learn from the left. They're activists. And, and, and a lot of times conservatives, you know, we're busy. We're busy raising families, going to church, going to work. We don't have time to be activists and, and make things happen for the conservative movement. But the left, well, let's face it, they're not always managing big families or going to work every day or uh, going to church. they got a lot of extra time to be activists, and so a small percentage of people can make a lot of noise and influence movements. Uh, they can um, influence politics. So we as, as Christians and conservatives need to be engaged and not step back and say, hey, I'm going to let, let the world move on without my influence. That's one thing I learned. And the first book I wrote was, again, uh, a, an American dream book. So in a sense, it's political because as capitalists, we believe in the American dream. We believe everybody should have the right to achieve that dream legally. So my, my Italian ancestors came here, and they built businesses and family, and I'm, a, I'm so grateful for them. And uh, I wouldn't be here today and have achieved the things I had without their accomplishments and the risks they took. So, again, I'm very much for immigration, uh, but it has to be done legally. We can't let make certain groups <laughs> go through all the hoops of becoming a citizen legally and let others just come across illegally and bring with them potentially people who want to harm our country or people who even want to harm some of these immigrants. I, I'm just I'm shocked at the statistics of the number of girls that are molested or raped trying to come across the border, the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking. I mean, where are the liberals in all this? They're supposed to be the ones that are thinking with their hearts, but I don't, I don't see that. I think it's to them it's, it's about getting uh, a base of which to draw power and votes. Cr Christians should be down at the border giving, and I know there are some, providing water, providing food, providing protection, that's what the Christians should be doing. But our government should be securing the border because if America is those in need, we can only help if we're strong. And so that's, that's our philosophy on immigration. But that, again, that was the first book. Uh, the second book is hard-hitting political. What Jesus spoke, tackle all the major issues head-on through the lens of Scripture. Fantastic. Well, before we let you go, how do we get a hold of you online and uh, pick up the book and everything else? Well, if you all can remember uh, this web address, wouldjesusvoteforTrump.com, you can go there, read a little bit about the book. You can click a link. It'll take you to Amazon to purchase it. We'd love you to buy it at Amazon. Uh, I also have a website, brandonvalerani.com. I believe that is listed on Would Jesus Vote for Trump if you want to read more of my writing. And then clashdaily.com is where you can read some of Doug's amazing content. And I'll throw one more web address at you all. Uh, Republicanlegion.com features Doug Giles' original artwork. You're going to love it. Pro-Trump, pro-America, pro-God. Great artwork. 
and uh, you'll love it. And it's it's relatively inexpensive and affordable for you to own his amazing artwork. Well, uh, I appreciate it. What well, what's next for you as an author? Uh, I apologize. What was that again, James? What what's next for you as an author? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'm not sure yet. I think the jury's out. I think we'll see what happens in 2020. And I'm, I'm confident that it's going to be a blowout in support of Donald Trump uh, like it was with Reagan and Mondale. I expect to see maybe one blue state and the rest will be red. But in the event that the Democrats steal the election somehow with getting dead people to vote <laughs> or uh, people that don't have the right to vote to vote to get them into power, we'll see what happens. But I, I'm, I'm thrilled with the success that Donald Trump has achieved for our country, the economy, the military. Um, it's it's exciting. It's really an exciting time to live. So I will tell you what. Ha- have me on the show after the election, and, we'll, and I'll tell you what the next project is. Oh well, that would be fantastic. We will uh, keep us uh, keep us updated on everything, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. You too, James. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brandon. There he goes, and uh, great guest, Brandon Valorani. And uh, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we have got more coming up on the other side. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.